Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. Hey guys, we got a fun CarCast episode for you this week. Well, every week it's fun. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, uh, the trip I just made to Vegas. We're going to talk about some EVs, Lucid SUV coming out, Rivian IPO coming out soon, and what's new from Genesis on the EV front. Uh, Before we get started, here's a word from our friends at Rock Auto. RockAuto.com. Why spend 30 to 50%, even 100% more for the same parts that a chain store or dealership might have? Why spend so much there? Why not go to RockAuto.com? It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers, everything from engine control modules, to brakes, to motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic car or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few clicks delivered direct to your door. Go to rockauto.com, see all the parts available for your car or your truck, write CarCast in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you an amazing selection Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hello, welcome to CarCast. Matt, the moderator, DeAndre here with Bill Goldberg. Good morning. How are you? It never, it never fails, no matter how tired or exhausted I am from trips prior. Every time I hear that, I wake up. A little bit. I, it, it does kind of get you, get you going for sure. Man, I don't know what happened out here, Chris, but I leave for uh, two days to, uh, to go to work in Vegas, and you guys get some weather. Yeah, you get like I don't know rain and wind. Hold on, and- hold on. Weather. Weather. You're in California. What's what's the definition? What's Still, the definition water. Of water was coming from the sky. What? Like like dripping or like like a, a full blown leak? Uh, no, I think it was dripping. It was, probably, it, it was a heavy drip. It was like, and it was a hailstorm. It was pretty much a hailstorm for you guys. Yeah, no, uh, 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 Tammy was just. She's like, "What's going on outside?" She's like, "You leave in uh, in the in the marina, like in Venice where we live." She's just, crazy wind you know just everything blowing around i was like i i don't know what you're talking about and i just went back yeah. into the caesar's palace we, we had rain <laughs> we had lightning instagram went down i thought the world oh was yeah right. instagram and facebook went down and the world collapsed now all these memes are like i survived the great facebook crash of of 2020 
Unbelievable. Well, we uh, we took a little break from the car world, or at least uh, I did. Took a little break from the car world. Went over to and Vegas. I did too. Good. I did too. Uh, went over to Vegas to a big trade show, uh, a Brewers Association trade show. We went out there to to pitch Bravago and to see if di- distributors would be interested in picking up the product. And uh, uh, good news is, yes, everybody seemed to really like the product. There was tons of people out there, tons of products, some really cool stuff out there too, by the way. Uh, ready to drink cocktails that are coming out, espresso martinis in a, in a bottle that uh, a guy we were in a booth with. It was really, really cool stuff. And I'll tell you that uh, people really love Bravago. And the point of the story is, is because we need the distributors to bring product to the stores for you guys uh, at home, uh, you guys listening. Um, I would say two big things happened was what, they came into the booth and when they tried the bra, the product they were like wow this doesn't taste like any other hard seltzer out there bravago being a bold seltzer is what we call it the flavors are kicked up a notch they love that and they loved we don't make it with stevia or erythritol stevia has a weird aftertaste it makes you feel bloated it's just not something that you want in an enjoyable cocktail like this. I get there's tons of protein bars and shakes and stuff out there that, you know, they're kind of bland. You need a little bit of stevia. And most of the time you're drinking a protein shake and you're like, all I want to do is poop later anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> so I, I get it. Maybe that's kind of the, the point of that. But we don't want it in our drinks. We lightly sweeten it with monk fruit. And monk fruit is such a strong sweetener that you're, we're talking like an eyedropper per gallon, right? So you need very, very little, and it really kicks it up. And that was the game changer. People are like, Stevia's out. <laughs> so uh, uh, if you're finding the, any drinks with Stevia, it's out. So hopefully uh, – so we have the website coming up in about a month. It's been a little slow, but we'll be able to sell and ship direct to you guys at home in 29 states. And our distribution deals will be for spring and summer. So we start ramping up into stores in spring and summer. And by all means, uh, we'll we'll get into the car stuff, but uh, uh, go to the website, drinkbravago.com. If you go to Drink Bravago and you sign up, uh, that would be uh, fantastic. It's just a simple email. We're not selling it to anyone. You can always unsubscribe whenever you want. We'll let you know when things become available. Uh, And we want to hear from you guys where you are. If you give us a zip code, then we start to hit up distributors and say, hey, we've got people, you know, we've got people in San Antonio. We got people in LA. We got people in Phoenix that that want the product. And uh, that's good as well. So, website coming soon. I hate to do this. I hate to do this on the air, uh, but I got to get it off my chest. Uh, You know, as part of the, as a part founder, as a part as an investor, quite obviously, I, I'm really pissed off. I need to talk to your PR department because I believe that you should have had me down there threatening the distributors. I, everybody was asking me that. They're like, "Is he here?" I'm just I, saying. It, it's funny because half the people go, hey, "Is Goldberg here?" And they saw a, a, a sign of you, and I go, "They were waiting for me to pop out." I was like, oh, "Do boy. you want him here, or are you afraid that he's here? Like, which one <laughs> is it?" And. uh and I, I told them, I said, look, the best way to do this is 
Uh, if you like the product, we'll we'll work on deals, and then we'll work on a couple of Zoom calls and some kickoffs and the social media on on uh, on on getting you involved with some of those things. So anyway, it was good. It was fun. Uh, it, it was an interesting event. I have not done an event like that. It's funny because you and I were talking. We've been to trade shows like SEMA, which is still a trade show. You're supposed to go there and work. But there's so much glam and so much fanfare and product releases and, and car debuts and people gathering around and the parachute, you know, cover comes off a car and you're like, ah, it's 1500 horsepower. It's got, you know, this is not that this is a real trade show. It's, it's companies like us in a booth and everybody walking around is a distributor looking for new product to, to sell. Well, everybody's there working their ass off, rolling their sleeves up. Unlike, you know, unlike it's where people are worried to roll them up because they don't want to get them wrinkled for a photo. (laughs) Yeah. There's, there's no media. There's there was basically I don't know. It was like one or two guys that came by. They're like, yeah, we're you know we're you're, we're media. Keep in touch. Keep us on your pressure. You didn't have all those guys with the with the with the camera sticks walking around. There's you know, none of those. And the, and the video crew. I, I saw one video crew guy, and honestly, I don't <laughs> even know if he was media or he was with the event to do like a you know, like a recap video later with a couple interviews so they can sell the event next year. Honestly, I don't know. It had know. to be refreshed. Yeah, that's it. So it it was business. It was all business. You know, it's just like, how do you get people into your booth and, and what's your what's your pitch and what are some of the selling points? So anyway, just a little backstory as to what we had going on. Uh, how are you doing? How's, the, how's that garage well, going along? I had to fly to Nashville to kick a couple guys' ass on Monday. I heard yeah, very- very last minute, so I'm a little cloudy. I'm still trying to recover from that, but uh, a garage is going good, man. Like I said, I'm, I'm <clears throat> those power poles are still weighing heavily on my mind. Uh, water storage tank was delivered yesterday. Uh, slowly but surely, man, we got like two weeks, uh, and all the materials should be on site. So once that hits the ground, it's going to go quick. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fantastic. So. Can't wait to get out there and and, uh, and take a look. We've sort of been delaying, you know, like we're talking about getting together. I want to come out to Texas. We want to shoot some videos, right. do some pictures and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but it'd be cool if the garage was, you know, done or at least mostly done. We can walk around on the inside and kind of get a lay of the land. And we could park all the cars on the on the pad. Yeah, <laughs> there's <laughs> right. no roof over them. Yeah, then you got to move them all, park them all, put them back in the storage containers, and yeah, and stuff going on. Uh, so listen, in the car world, a lot of EV stuff happening. Uh, Lucid, what we talked about, Lucid came out with their crazy ranges from like 450 to 520 mile range on their Lucid Air sedan. And, uh, you know, they, they're public now. They went public via SPAC. I don't need to get into the details of all of that, but it's basically like a direct listing. Uh, it's not the traditional IPO. Um, but uh, they're public. It's a way for them to get funded and for people to be able to to buy some of their shares, which could be interesting because that's what's going on now. Some of the solid companies, particularly Lucid and Rivian, we want to take a look. Where do I get in line for both of them? Uh, You know, so Lucid is also saying, hey, you know, we want to do an SUV, a crossover. Let's call it a crossover. It's not... It's not meant to be an off-road vehicle by any means, right? It's it's going to be – it's called the Gravity. 
and it's based on the Lucid Air sedan platform. But obviously more interior room and a little bit more ground clearance, but it's it's a city dweller. But now you're starting to think about, well, the sedan is kind of cool, but what if you do want like sort of the hatchback SUV style version of it? And uh, that's their plan. And right now the Lucid Air... uh, all the feedback coming in on us is it's impressive, it's fast, it's gorgeous, the interior is nice. Spacious, don't forget that. Yeah, and it seems like it's a big sedan, you know, and I have to uh, get in one and kind of at least be able to walk around and get in one to see what, yeah, what it, it looks it, like. It'd be very spacious if you could walk around, if you could get in one and walk around. Sure. <laughs> yeah, get in one and walk and around. Be, you know what I mean, vir- virtual walk around. It's funny, I was just looking at vans the other day, like delivery vans for Bavago, and I was like, oh, the ones with the big pop top on the side, not a pop, you know, like the extended top on it, like a Transit or the Nissan van with the, yeah. there's the, and, and now it's kind of a catch-22 because I just drove a couple of trucks, Ram TRX, Ford F-150, and in LA, I got to look at the height of the roof because everything's a parking garage, oh. you know? So then I was looking at the vans and go, well, I need a van big enough to put a pallet in. I need to like roll like get like a, a forklift and put a pallet of product, of cans mm-hmm. in, in there. But I also don't want it to be too high that I can't get any parking garage. <laughs> so well, I'm, 100%. I, I'm literally going to show up at like a dealer lot and start measuring the height and width and everything of these goddamn things just to see. Like I, you can look at the specs, but like, like the F-150 fit in the garage fine, but the F-150 still has an antenna on the fender and it hit everything. It's just dink, 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 like it hit everything. And I, I, I reached out to Ford I, on Twitter, Mike Levine, Ford uh, F-150 guy, the truck guy, nice guy. I said, dude, I'm looking around the parking lot here. Every new car in the world doesn't have an antenna on it. Why does an F-150 still have an antenna? That's like, it seems so antiquated. And he said, he said, I mean, he gave me a good answer. He's like, look, two reasons. One is a lot of people that drive F-150s work kind of out in the middle of nowhere, and you need a real, like, real antenna to get AM radio, you know, talk radio and stuff. And I was like, I didn't know anybody listened to AM, but exactly. then again, I don't really go out in the middle of nowhere. I thought that's like what, somebody using a penny. I thought that's what Sirius XM was for. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but but uh, I, I I guess uh, that's an argument. And then he said, and the antenna is specifically made to be a few inches taller than the roof, the whip antenna, right? You know, the typical one. So you can gauge how high it is, because when you look at, uh, especially as a short guy, sense. as a short guy, when I walk up next to an F-150 four by four or any pickup truck four by four, right? The the roof is taller than me. It's supposed to be. I don't know. Maybe your TRX, certainly sitting on 37s, easy to get in and out of for a guy like you. But the roof is still probably taller than your eyesight, right? So what? Oh, you, 100%. So what you think about is, is, oh, maybe the roof is about seven foot, but then you forget there's like a shark fin up on the top, you know, for your satellite radio. And where is that? So I was like, why is this antenna so tall? And I realized there's a shark fin up there as well. And the antenna sort of was the indicator for me, uh, you know, to, of where the I, shark fin now, is. of course, I, if I had a new F-150, uh, 
I would just get an antenna that's like three inches shorter because I can't stand that thing clanking in, in every parking garage. And my, my lightning is lowered. I can see over the damn thing. It's about the size of a car anyway. Uh, but it was interesting because on my lightning and my 93 Mustang Cobra, the first mod I did for both of those cars is – Shave the antenna off, fill the hole. <laughs> and and the F-150, it's easier because the cowl in front of the windshield, the cowl is a separate bolt-in piece. Hmm. You know, So I just went into the shop back here where, where Sean is and where Jose is. The guys are working on Adam's cars. I was like, Jose, he's like, you're a truck guy. I was like, get rid of my antenna. And then he's like, all right. I went over here to do the podcast. He unbolted the cowl. He sanded it down around the hole, took out the antenna, sanded it down, welded in a metal plug, put it back. And, and it, within a couple of hours, by the time I was done with the podcast, it was over there and it was done. And you can't then, listen to your AM talk radio show. That's it. Now I can't get barely hear the radio at all So I because I don't even have an antenna. Before so you just, get home, watch your, watch your black and white television. <laughs> that's right. But uh, you know, the good news is, is uh, it looks good. It looks Aesthetically, and then fun. and then I added the, you know the new Alpine head unit. Where I plug my phone in, and so I can get, I can stream it. I stream all the music on my phone. That's the that's the future of it. Uh, anyway, so this um, Bluetooth, I can't believe you have to plug it in. You can't do Bluetooth. Well, you can do Bluetooth, but you can't do Bluetooth with uh, with CarPlay and like stream. Some of the audio, like for a CarPlay, it's it's an actual plug connection. Now, some of the new cars, you know, like new BMWs, I think Audi. Uh, there's a couple of other car companies that are doing wireless CarPlay, and in the aftermarket, they're just still starting to catch on, right? Like yeah. Alpine Pioneer, they're starting to catch on, and there are some adapters that. Uh, you take the USB or plug or whatever the back of your Alpine radio and you plug in uh, an adapter and it's like a Bluetooth adapter that does then turn it into CarPlay. So you can do wireless. But there's like an added step. You have to like still have to yeah. connect each time. So it's not, it's not perfect. Work. It's not perfect, but it's getting there. You know, like, like a lot of this stuff. We're talking about electric vehicles now. We're talking about Lucid doing the Lucid Gravity electric vehicle like, you know, two years there ago. There are photos out. Are there photos out from that SUV yet? Yeah, kind of, kind of mysterious photos. Um, they they've got some uh, uh, not detailed photos, but you can see the shape of it, and um, yeah. So it, imagine the the Lucid sedan where it's got the body color and it looks like the silver top, like the stainless steel kind of top on the roof, mm-hmm. uh, like that. In an SUV form, and I think it still has the squinty eyes, like the light bar in the front and stuff in, in the mm-hmm. back. Um, it's kind it of a mini- mini- minimalist. Yeah, uh, very kind of futuristic looking as well. But again, not meant to be an off-road vehicle. Uh, probably pricey as well. You know, Lucid is a luxury brand, so. But let's let's hear the the figure we all want to know about a big SUV and Lucid. What's the range? The range they're gonna they're saying it's gonna be four hundred plus. There's gonna be a couple battery options, but it's gonna be in the four hundred range. And I got to tell you, that, that's a game changer. That if makes you it, ask me. And I, they're saying it could be. It's likely there'll be a dual motor with a thousand eighty horsepower, uh, and it's possible they would do a three motor, the tri motor package with thirteen hundred. Sign uh, me up. So, and it's probably. 400 miles 
on the low end, you know, with the big motor and the fancy sticky tires, right? Mm -hmm. And then when you get to the less horsepower, lighter weight, you know, two motor, not three motor, and more of a all-season tire and less friction, you know, like they did on their cars, you probably mm-hmm. get more range on it. But it looks kind of cool. It's going to be interesting. Look, honestly, out here in, in a place like this, the big competitor is probably going to be something like the high-end Mercedes, Range Rover. Uh, you know, they've got off-road capabilities, but nobody uses them for off-road capabilities. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying Land Rover Defender. I'm saying full-size Range Rover. Yeah, that's completely different. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, more stuff going on. We'll talk about Rivian in a second. Let me tell you guys about Trico. Over a century ago, Trico was the first to make wiper blades, and they've been a step ahead of Mother Nature ever since. You guys need it out there. You need it out. We need it once yeah, a I year. I need it so bad. We, we need it like, one, like Monday when I wasn't here. They need it out here. But uh, Trico engineers study your specific driving conditions to make sure you're ready for everything, even if it rains actual cats and dogs. And that could be something that actually happens out there where you are being on a ranch and crazy weather. 100%. <laughs> Dropping goats from the, sea, from the sky. <laughs> They're doing it anyway. Fortunately, not on the vehicles. Well, whatever the weather, Trico Wipers maintains maximum windshield contact. And no matter what your driving habits are, you'll always find the right wiper blade for your vehicle. So it's Trico, they're the future of wipers since 1917. To find a store near you or see the latest offers, visit TricoCatsAndDogs.com. Best URL ever. T-R-I-C-O. TricoCatsAndDogs.com. All right, so we were talking about Rivian, right? Rivian is going public as well. All the buzz, the press is uh, the embargo's been lifted on all the driving impressions for the truck. Uh, people seem to love it. Um, uh, we talked about a couple different battery sizes, something like a two hundred and fifty mile range of three something, and up to a four hundred. Uh, also, a lot of the news, the buzz over the past year or so was the amount of money that they've raised. We know it's, it's very expensive to run a car company. Uh, they've raised $10.5 billion in total so far. Uh, several, several, I don't know, hundreds of millions, if not billions, have come from some big investors like Amazon and Ford. Ford. They have filed for... Uh, an IPO. Uh, they're going to go public. They're looking at somewhere upwards of an $80 billion valuation. And they are looking to raise, uh, I'm not exactly sure the, the total raise, how much the, they have. Of the $10.5 billion that they raised so far, they have $3.7 billion in cash right now. But they're going to raise some more because as they start to just roll out production on vehicles and some marketing and how they're going to do their sales. It's not really a dealer thing. It's kind of a direct. Uh, you, you can't – it sounds silly because we're talking about billions of dollars. You can't have too much money <laughs> when no, it comes to this. Look, Rivian lost almost a billion dollars the first six months of 2021, $994 million. To make $32 billion yeah. right now. Right. To, yeah. you know, to – they had a perfect if you if it was a movie script I think you couldn't have planned it much better than their outcome. Yeah, uh, and and I mean it all remains to be seen once these vehicles go to the public but uh and I was bitching and moaning about it along the way. You know, where's the truck? Where's the, yeah, where's the, the R&D they got with Amazon, everything along the way that we know of 
has sounded like a pretty good game plan. Yeah, and listen, if you if you dig into all, all of these financials, all of this information is public now because they're going to be listed publicly. They're going to IPO. All this needs to be disclosed. And there are some interesting things. Uh, one is they disclosed how many pre-orders, how many $1,000 deposits they take, and it was about 50000 It was 48,390 orders for these trucks. And just think if they were, but just think if they rolled it out like a pre-order of what Ford did and what Dodge did. Yeah. Right. Because I don't remember anything about a pre-order for a Rivian. No, it's it's now we we spoke. I'm sure we we went over it, but it didn't. It doesn't stick out in my mind quite obviously like the proven brands. But just think if it, just think what that number would be if it actually got out to everybody like us. Right. So. I, to my recollection, recollection, it wasn't like like you're talking about. It wasn't like a big like press release, press event saying, yeah. and now pre-orders are open. It was kind of trickled in. It was like, yes, we're going to start taking orders over the next year, and it kind of mm-hmm. ramped up, you know. Uh, but for a new company, it's interesting. Now, the deal with Amazon, we talked about Amazon making a big investment, and then Amazon ordering a bunch of delivery trucks – that will be electric that Rivian would make. And uh, it's an exclusive deal to Amazon. So Amazon's super smart. Amazon's like, I'm going to invest in your company. I'm going to get an ownership stake. And I'm going to be a massive client for you. Mm-hmm. So uh, Amazon has exclusive rights to Rivian's delivery vehicles for four years. After it receives the first one. So when they start delivering it, they have an exclusive right to all the vans for four years. And then it gets a right of first refusal to buy vans for two years after that, right? So it wouldn't be uh, just exclusive, but for four years, every Rivian van basically can be an Amazon van. Now, Amazon is not obligated to buy Rivian vans. And Amazon is not obligated to only buy Rivian vans if they do decide. Amazon has the choice if they want them or not. And Amazon says if we found another partner over the four years and the optional two years, so six years, they can go with somebody else. But that being said, Amazon did order 100,000 vans from Rivian. Up to 2030, right? So they're saying mm-hmm. we, you know, uh, they're supposed to deliver them all. 10,000 of them will be due this year. So if you think of Rivian as a good, what this is the part I love it when you're looking at do you buy stock in this company or not? You're mm-hmm. going, hey, I get it. The Rivian truck, the SUV, the pickup truck, the SUV, it looks cool. The reviews are great. It's got good range, off-road capability. But how many? Um, but how can they that's fulfill? Right. But what's going to be the bread and butter of this company? And the bread and butter is going to be the hundreds of thousands of delivery vans that mm-hmm. they're going to that they're going to put out there. And I kind of like that idea. You know, at one point, I think Tesla kicked around the idea of being a technology partner for other companies. I believe the RAV4, the electric RAV4 from Toyota mm-hmm. was was a Tesla project that they worked on. And then Tesla's like, forget it. We're out of that game. We don't want to do it. We're making our own vehicles exclusively. We're making our own vehicles. As to bo- The original idea was one of the ideas, right? 
would be, and and I know you Tesla guys have more information about this, so you can correct me if I'm wrong. But the idea was, oh, they we're, will. We're, we're going to make vehicles, and then we're going to be able to license stuff out, like license some of our technology, some of our battery technology, <laughs> things like that, and and maybe they still do. It just doesn't seem like a big focus of their business model right now. But Rivian getting getting into the commercial side of things Brilliant. sounds sounds interesting. Their own R and D. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. So that was just some thought on, uh, on, on Rivian, on kind of what they are doing. Uh, another EV, Genesis, the Genesis GV60. This is a small crossover, small SUV. Now, when we went to uh, – when I went out to Barrett-Jackson and we brought some Bravago out to that event, uh, I, I got the, uh, the, the nice – uh, I think the the GV80 the SUV or the G80, whatever the big SUV is, the you know the really nice SUV from uh, from Genesis, and that was the one like everywhere I pulled in, they're like, "Is that a Bentley?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah I'm sure Genesis <laughs> appreciates you thinking it's a Bentley, um, but, no. but it's not a Bentley. But it was super comfortable. Um, it ran well. The interior is very nice, and it's got the nice diamond stitch and the heated and cool seats, and and uh, and it's an eye catcher, you know. Uh, you know, owned by the group that owns Kia as well. We just drove the Kia Telluride, a little bit larger, three rows. I kind of really like that thing as well, especially at that price point where it's coming in in the 50s range. So Genesis has sort of unveiled, sort of taken the wraps off of what they see as a, an electric vehicle. It's a cool looking little, it's a little SUV. Uh, I think it's basically shares the platform with the Hyundai uh, Ionic 5 and the Kia EV6, so it's kind of small, but the interior is nice. It doesn't really share any body panels with the other cars. When and it's interesting, when you we've seen so much history shown that when you share multiple platforms of a vehicle, a lot of the body panels are shared. But now we're getting into more of the architecture of the vehicle. Uh, the suspension, things like that, just some some you know dashboard fitment, and th- you know. But look, the the Ford Escape and the Ford Bronco Sport seem wildly different, but basically built on the same platform, right? Uh, this uh, this Hyundai looks much different than the other ones that are than you know the Kia and stuff. Uh, doesn't seem to be any real shared panels. Um, it's got some cool biometric authentication. It's kind of gimmicky, but kind of fun. First of all, like walking up to the vehicle, it it it'll scan your face like your iPhone does. So you just look at it. I someplace I'm sure there's a a camera like on the door. You know the the B pillar. And it'll unlock the vehicle. And then when you get in it as a second measure of security, the start button pulls your fingerprint. So there's two biometric levels. But it is kind of seamless, which is interesting. Uh, Inside – you can still do the key fob and do whatever. But uh, inside the vehicle, there is this like glass metal orb and it lights up and it's fancy and – what happens is when you start the vehicle, the orb spins around, and underneath it is a dial indicator. And it, 
it's interesting because people are saying, eh, it's cool, it's kind of gimmicky. And then Genesis' response was, yes, it's cool, we want the cool factor, but it also becomes an indicator of when the vehicle is on. If you see the glass orb, you can't move, right? And when it flips over and it becomes the, the gear selector dial indicator, then you know the vehicle is on. So now it has, instead of just a light on the dash where like all the EVs, it just says ready. It's like a green light says ready, you know, mm-hmm. uh, or it says EV or, or something. You're like, because you're like, is it on? Is it not on? Because you can't hear anything. So we need more indication. So anyway, it's kind of a neat little feature that uh, I agreed with them. I was like, okay, more indication of saying the damn thing is on. Uh, anyways, it's kind it's, of gimmicky, but yeah. Yeah, and there's a couple of other design touches in there. It's got, you know, air fresheners and speaker grills and and at least a theme to it. Everything has sort of the same kind of neural pattern uh on on the, you know, like the neural pattern on the on the on the gear selector and indicator, you know, you you turn the thing and yes. The AC vents and things and speaker grills, they all have kind of a similar theme to it, right? We see it in, in Lamborghini, the, the, the shape that Lamborghini uses, you know, uh, it, it's in their AC it's vents. And it's like, yeah, it's just kind of all over the place. So anyway, it's kind of some neat features. Uh, for or it reminds me of the BMW gimmick that came out, the toggle that came out originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody uh, as far as some of the specs, they're saying that um, the GV60 will uh, be a rear-wheel drive single motor with uh, about 225 horsepower and 258 pound-feet of torque. I think that uh, gets you somewhere in the two-something mile range, 200-mile range. Uh, Range and there's a, a dual motor all wheel drive that'll do 314 horsepower and 446 pound feet of torque. And then there's an optional uh, 425 horsepower version. So they could be pretty quick. It'll do uh, the fastest version, it'll do zero to 60 in uh, about four seconds, maybe just under four seconds. So it'll scoot around for a, a, a little SUV. Uh, it's got all the, the the nice technology. Like I said, I I, I do like the interior. I do like the diamond stitch in it. Uh, they're saying uh, the rear wheel drive version will get you 286 miles. So because it's a small SUV, you can't do a huge battery on it. Now you know Mustang Mach E is coming in that range, right? It's it starts at like 211 or 215 mile range, and it goes up to like 310. Uh, this yeah. is going to be in that 286, probably on the high end, and then probably around 200, 210 on on the low end for the all-wheel drive, high-performance version. So seems like the norm now. It, it it does, yeah. You know, when we hear things about Lucid and stuff going 450, 500, that's an anomaly, and the car is not even out yet. So let's let's. Well, uh, in two know. years, it will be the norm. You know. Yeah. The advancement they made is huge. Uh, but it, it's interesting. It looks good, and not everything can be a hundred and eighty thousand dollar car, right? Like not everything could be a super expensive, uh, you know, car like this. Um, all right, I know that uh, you're probably getting pressed for for time. Uh, we'll uh, we'll let you go, and we're gonna wrap things up in a minute. I'm just gonna go through a couple of Ford 
recalls just so I'm out. Anybody... Uh, I'll, let, I'll let you do the Ford recall thing on your own. Okay. I'm going to do the Ford just, recall. Just, just you know, so that I won't go, gloat. In it. No, you don't have to gloat. All right. You're good. You're <laughs> All right, buddy. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for checking nope. in. You got to hit the road. Okay. Uh, a word from our friends at Geico. Whether you own your home or rent your home, we know it can be a lot of hard work, but you know it's easy. It's bundling your policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's and renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And we know that's a good thing because you already have so much to do around your home already. So just go to geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. All right. So unfortunately, some recalls we talked about uh uh, you know, it happens. Happens to the best of us. Well, it's happening to Ford. About 620,000 total recalls over 12 different models uh, uh, spanning a couple of different years. So the first uh, recall, I believe, is a camera issue. Uh, let's see. 12 models from the 2020 model year. Ford Edge, Escape, Expedition, Explorer, F-150, Super Duty, Mustang, Ranger, and Transit, plus the Lincoln Corsair, the MKX, and the Nautilus. On these vehicles, a circuit board uh, has an issue with, uh, I think, with the rear view camera, and it gets a little quirky or doesn't go on at all, so they will be able to fix that for you. I think they'll start reaching out to you in the beginning of November, but we're just giving you a little heads up now just in case you have one of these vehicles. You're going to have to plan to bring it in. Uh, there's a second camera-related issue uh, for 2020 and 2021 Ford Explorer, Lincoln Corsair, Corsair, and Lincoln Aviator. It has to do with the 360-degree camera uh, uh, that pops up on your screen. So you're going to see that as well. Um I think dealers are going to be reaching out on that one soon, uh, beginning of October, maybe in a few days, or maybe by the time you're listening to this. Uh, there's a few F-250 and F-350 Super Duties as well. Um, improper welds on the front axles, wheel, and yoke. A bad weld could result in altered steering performance and uh uh, I guess uh, you can get that. There's uh, a few thousand trucks, about 9,000 trucks that that affects. Um, so a smaller amount. I'm not sure how that, that got released, but uh, somehow it made it off the assembly line. And then the fourth recall, 38,000 Mustangs in the U.S. and 2,800 Mustangs in Canada. For the uh, 2020 model year, there's a brake pedal bracket uh, that might fracture – and during a really, really hard stop, like a really hard sudden stop with a lot of pressure, it might cause the brake pedal bracket to to crack a little bit um, and then not necessarily break off. Uh, I don't think your braking is going to ever stop, but it could cause a small crack. And then what happens is, is as you're hitting the brake and you're putting pressure on the brake and you're putting pressure on that crack, the crack moves a little bit, which means it's taking some of that pedal movement from you. So instead of applying 100% of your pedal movement to the brakes, it's going to apply a less amount of pedal movement to to the brakes. So 
something along the lines of that. So anyway, you're going to want to get it fixed. There's a few other things as well. So check check the mail, check the website. Uh, <laughs> a few Fords you're going to have to go in for for repairs. Uh, oh, and then uh, one last thing worth mentioning because of all the gimmicks and the fanfare that's been happening on space exploration, Jeff Bezos versus Elon Musk. There's another uh, uh, Blue Origin rocket that's going up. And, uh, Chris, you're going to find this funny. You're going to like this one. So Jeff Bezos is uh, sending another rocket up. He's got a couple, a couple of his paying customers, right, because he's selling yeah. seats. Uh, and then he somehow comps a seat or two. You know, it could be somebody young, somebody notable, somebody wants to be an astronaut, whatever. And then uh, somehow he called up William Shatner. The Rocket Man and said, "Do you want to? Do you want to go to space?" And Shatner's like, "Hell yeah!" He's ninety years old. He's gonna yeah. do some training. They're gonna launch him into space for like six minutes. Jeez. <laughs> and, uh, he he has to dress up in the Star Trek garb. Oh, right? he better do something, yeah. right? He better do <laughs> something. Uh, uh, but. You've met him, right? He's been here on the show, yeah. I believe. Um, he, he he does his horses like just down the street. That's right. And uh, Adam and I went to his charity event and sat and had dinner with him. And he's a hoot. First of all, he's spry, right? The dude's got a lot of energy. You would not think 90. And granted, we had dinner with him two, three years ago. But uh, he's, in, he's riding his horses all the time. Yeah. We also ran into him at uh, – I don't know, a steak restaurant over here. We were walking by, and, and he was sitting in the middle of a booth with some people kind of holding court. And uh, Adam and I were a couple tables down. I was like, isn't that Shatner? And he's like, yeah, that's Shatner. Let's go say hi. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we went over, and he said hi. And that's when he was like, oh, come out to my event. Uh, I just kind of think, like, here's a guy, I don't know, just like there's musicians, there's actors, there's different sort of talent and entertainment Shatner's one of those guys who's a performer, right? Kind of yeah. just does a bit of everything. You know, live shows and 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 you know, signing events and, yeah, he's and all hosting around. stuff and and I don't know if he's doing podcasts still or like radio shows and but acting and and his his album where he just talked through Rocket Man, <laughs> which is great. Uh, I don't know, just kind of one of those guys that uh he's kind of like a Kind of a Hugh Jackman before Hugh Jackman, yeah, <laughs> right. Because I'm sure do he's all. done stage, right? He has to have done something stage related, yeah, well, right. Uh, anyway, now he's going to be a spaceman. Uh, hopefully, he has a good time. I guess he goes up uh, 66 miles up in the air, hangs out for 10 minutes, floats around, says something witty and funny, and then comes back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People are going to go nuts for this. People are going to go nuts for this, yeah. right? I don't. Do they? Do they unbuckle and float around? I think they unbuckle and float. Yeah, around. I think they do. Yeah, you'd have to if you're paying that much. You better be able to float. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You got to be able to <laughs> float around. So I don't know. It seems like I would go. It would be fun. Tell me you wouldn't go if somebody said, "Chris, you're going to go to space for ten minutes." If Jeff Bezos knocked on my door and says, Chris, I'm going to need you to blank, I'd probably say yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. I would say yes. All right. That's, I just thought it was kind of funny news. It would be fun to do. Uh, all right. Let's go ahead and wrap things up. Of course, you can, you can catch us at carcastshow.com. You can follow me at Motorator on social media. And uh, our buddy Goldberg. He's uh, Goldberg and Goldberg Garage on Twitter. And he's Goldberg95 
and Goldberg's Garage on Instagram. So until next time, keep the air and the spare in the bag of the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. RockAuto.com. Why spend 30 to 50%, even 100% more for the same parts that a chain store or dealership might have? Why spend so much there? Why not go to RockAuto.com? It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers, everything from engine control modules to brakes to motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic car or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few clicks delivered direct to your door. Go to rockauto.com, see all the parts available for your car or your truck, write CarCast in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. An amazing selection Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.